Hello everyone, welcome back to the channel. I am your host, the conspiracy theorist himself with Glop News 7 coming to you from a location that you probably will never find out or if you do, I just won't uh, invite you in because unless I know you personally, then that doesn't mean that I'm, I'm going to ever have anything to do with you. That's just how things are when you are a conspiracy theorist. You got to trust, you got to know who to trust, you got to keep your friends close and sometimes you got to keep your enemies closer. One thing I want to talk about today is dealing with the subject of giants and dealing with these chambers that are allegedly in New Mexico, also in Italy, and apparently giants in Iraq. As I was looking into this, and I have done thorough investigation on this topic, I've actually gone to some of the places which are also known as the Mound Builders here in the Americas. So when we go there and look, and I do have my, my native tribe, my First Nation people, because that's what I am, uh, you know, we, there's legends and there's stories and there's stories that's passed down from generation to generation. Now these stories are, a lot of times have been looked at, especially from the outside world, as being just stories like, like you sometimes will tell your kids that the, the, the the devil's watching everything you're doing so that he can steal your soul at night when you're barely awake. That type of thing. But the truth of the matter is, is that these things, these giants have existed. They do exist. And the sad thing is, I don't think we as individuals know who they are. So let's get some definitions of some things to let you know the subject matter or where this actually for me originated from. I am a country boy and I have been able to see the Dead Sea Scrolls and see other ancient texts and been very lucky to have met some interesting people and some influential people in my walk and had certain doors been opened to me so that I could sit there and see things that others only dream about. And here's what started my, 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 my trek. I had gotten diagnosed with cancer, and I didn't believe in God, but yet my mom did. And she, she wanted to have God to take the cancer out of her and, and, and uh, take it out of me and put it in her. And with this, that bothered me. It bothered me a lot. Why would you do that? So I made a deal in my eyes, thinking I was the one that's going to hold all the cards because I thought that I was going to be able to do it my way or the highway. Little did I know that God was going to take me on the, up on the offer and that Jesus Christ was going to be my Lord and Savior. And don't let that turn you off from this channel. Don't let it turn you off. This is not about organized religion. This is what organized religion fails to teach you. This is what theologians and scholars all know, but yet they do not convey this information to essentially what they consider the common folk. And with that, you have this disinformation that has been given out for so long that people have essentially just bought it hook, line, and sinker, especially dealing with, you know, uh, giants. And that there's no way that giants could exist. And with that, goes to show you that the world that we live in is orchestrated, it's controlled. It is in every aspect, you're spoon-fed a knowledge 
a history, if you will, of only what the elite want you to know. So one thing I wanted to do was I wanted to, if I, when I got sick with cancer and I was sitting in the hospital for over two and a half years, I was given six months to live and yet I went for two and a half years with chemotherapy and radiation, more chemotherapy, uh, about eight months radiation. And uh, started reading this book, a book that a lot of Christians are supposed to have read and, and supposed to have knowledge of and it's supposed to be a sacred text. And as I was reading it, I was like, this is interesting. Okay, so this is how the world supposedly came to be. Okay, so this is, okay, he took a rib out of a guy. Why? He created the man out of clay. You know, why didn't he do the same thing for the woman? But that was some questions that I had. But there was one thing that stood out to me, that stood out to me more than anything in the scripture, was this. And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, the daughters were born unto them. That the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, and they took them wives, all which they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, uh, for that he is also flesh. Yet his days shall be a hundred and twenty years. There were giants in the earth in those days, and also after that, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bore children of them, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. Now, when I came across this, I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Sons of God? The, the creator uh, of all this has children? This was my question. So this was the one little thing that just was a nugget that just dug at me for years. And... It wasn't until I was able to see the Dead Sea Scrolls and also get hold of some of those texts for myself in my library and also having the Book of Enoch did it really start to open up to me. I would talk to pe uh, preachers when I was young about this topic and it would be like angels, they're not angels, they're talking about the, the lineage of Seth and they're talking about Cain's lineage, the godly lie, the lie that follows uh, Jehovah and the one that follows Satan, Lucifer. But I didn't set well because it, it, it is very intent and they go and I go well why did the flood happen and well they said sin was so great that God had to wipe it out and I always sit there and say well wait a second if sin was so great when Adam sinned in the garden that was a hundred percent of all the people at that time had sinned so the ratio of someone that had sinned was the highest it could have been if it was just sin that was why God was wiping away the world then there were things that just didn't make sense in the scriptures. Why did God go in and tell the Israelites to kill every man, woman, child, and even the beast there and burn it with fire? And I would be like, oh my gosh, he's a genocidal maniac. But we have it only in the English translation. When you get into the Hebrew, you recognize that there is a type of individuals which are known as the Nephilim, which also be later on known as the Raphaim. And it talks about this, and there is a thing that is very interesting. We see in Genesis 6 that up to this point, man has lived up to 900 plus years. So man's lifespan has been extremely long. So when you have this, and you have this time in which the women must have been able strong enough to bear these children because of their age, God 
genetically changes something in Genesis. He, he decides at this moment, and what people miss is that he speaks it into existence. See, the Word of God, which is Jesus Christ, is what helped bring all this into the world. And so when you have the Word being spoken, and Yah, uh, Yah, uh, Jehovah saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of thought of his heart was only evil continually. Now what we're finding out here and seeing here is that there is a genetic change. God makes sure, he makes it adamantly sure that man is not going to live any longer than 120 years. Even though when you read Genesis and you're going all the way up to the time of Noah and his sons, they're living up to almost 300, 400 years still, but then the ages start to go down. It's interesting that the ages start going down and that the children of God, the ones that God has called, typically stay barren till they're almost in their ripe old age, an age in which would be where women shouldn't be able to have children. Some reason, the women are able to have kids, and those are the children that God focuses on, and that is the family he focuses on. And so when you see that he says, My spirit shall not stri strive with man, for he is also flesh, which is the covering that we have on our body, is flesh. And there were Nephilim in those days, in the earth in those days, and also after that when the Elohim, means the gods, came into the daughters of men, and they bore children of them. The same became warriors and tyrants, which of ancient times men of infamy. Now that is the way it would be translated in Hebrew into English. So, angels can have sex. Now you ask any preacher or this question and they will say, no, angels can't have sex. They're the spirit. They're spiritual beings. Okay, they're spiritual beings. But how is it that they are tangible and able to eat food whenever Abraham sits there and brings them food when he sees the strangers? He recognizes them. They look like a man. He runs out to them. He bows down to them. He feeds them. They eat. How is it that also that Lot can actually physically put his hands on one of the angels and pull them into his his house to protect them from the sexual hordes that's out there. And when God doesn't utter an absolute destruction like he did in the book of Genesis to wipe everything out, it was to wipe out a polluted genetic code. And that code was where the fallen put their DNA into man, into woman, and in doing so created an offspring that was eating and destroying and tearing things up, which were also known as giants, tyrants. Angels, definition for angels, son of God in the Old Testament, still serves the most high God, where uh, there are at the creation of the earth, and presumably when Adam and Eve were alive, they're interdimensional beings that are able to transform between three dimensions, the world and the heavens and are able to do so without using technology this is what we would call the good guys then you have the fallen angels which are also the sons of God but they left their first estate they left their first habitation they left where they were from and the Nephilim were among the ranks because they came to earth and had sexual relations with human women they had corrupted God's creation as such has been judged and so God says, I cannot allow this pollution to live. I have to wipe it off. Why do you think so many, so many 
of our ancient texts, even from from Greek to um, Egypt to the Mesopotamia, all the way to even the northern gods, that you sit here and you see that there are hybrid beings, half man, half beast, like the Minotaur. Matter of fact, in the scriptures, David, his mighty men, it says, killed lion-like men and killed two lions. So it was the fear, the telling you right there that the lion-like men still existed and that the mighty men of David, King David, killed them and then went and slew the lions that were there. To make sure you understand that they were not talking about just the lion creature in these texts. And it's all through the Bible. Man-made traditions and man-made teachings and man-made pollution. And then the Catholic Church is using the scriptures to keep the Roman Empire exactly that. The Roman Empire. The Catholic Church knows that these giants exist. They've covered it up for years. The Jesuits have known about this for ages, yet they still cover it up. When giant skulls or anything would be found, either if it was found by the Mestonian, it was automatically disappeared. But if the Vatican got hold of it, then it just disappeared also as if it never existed. Now we have the Raphaim. And these are the offspring of the fallen angels. Uh, they were and are giant for the most part. They have physical traits such as red hair, six fingers, uh, double rows of teeth, and cannibalistic tendencies are attributed to the Raphaim. That means they're bloodthirsty. They're cannibals. They eat and devour everything. And when the Israelites come up against them at one time, they were like, we were like grasshoppers in their eyes. And they were devouring the land. Now, we must understand that demons are not fallen angels, but they are the disembodied spirits of their children, the Raphaim, Anakim, and the Nephilim. But they have, they used to have bodies and physical attributes, but the demon now does not because it is spirit. And what it plans to do is not only, it is, it is to sit there and bring destruction. And it tries to possess possess people so that it can rehabitate the bodies, so that it can relive its carnal instincts. Now there is a battle that is waging, and these giants have been around for ages. But you must understand, even though they are around, a lot of times mankind overlooks them. I heard of a story that came from Steve Stephen Quell. Stephen, yeah, make sure I say his name. Stephen Quell. And uh, another gentleman known as L.A. Marzuli, and they were talking about the Afghan giant. Now I have family in the military, and I have family that has had, you know, they've done things that are top secret that they can't even talk about to their own families. So when I heard this story and being shared, I was skeptical. I was extremely skeptical because if it was such a event, then it means that it would also have been where it needed to be. A secret a national security and what we have to understand is that the US government is not up to allowing this information just to be given out to willy-nilly 
So then when I realized that they were trying to hide the identity of these gentlemen, I realized there's a reason why. But if they are a part of this, the government would end up knowing who they were because it's very easy to find them out. And then I heard that some of them went dark and haven't been heard from. Then that started making me look more into the story. Because I had this as a child, as I was coming into this faith, coming into the scriptures and seeing the Bible is explaining something that's totally different than what the church is explaining. They want to make everything spiritual, but the Bible is also physical and literal. And that you're dealing with flesh and blood entities who I personally think are the aliens that we are seeing. They have the same MO as the fallen. But let me share this. You have the old story, Jack the Giant Slayer. Or you have one that says, Fee-fi-foo-fum, I smell the blood of an Englishman. Now, why is it so interesting about this theme of giants being cannibals? Could it be because there is a deep-seated truth in this idea, such as the Wendigo flesh eaters? Now, there is a story that comes out shortly after World War II, the military having a difficult time trying to get into um, into the, even the Japs and the U.S. The Japanese were servicemen were having a hard time getting into Solomon Islands. Um, and there was a thing coming out saying that they were being eaten, cannibalized. Upon hearing these reports, the, you, you go, they go in to make the sea this, and yes, the men have been eaten. It is a story, apparently, that even the people within that on the Solomon Islands say, yeah, the cannibals do live out and into the caves, and they do not go anywhere in the areas that those giants live. Now, the German nation, uh, Admiral Meuse posed an advance on a website seeking a well-built 8 to 18 to 30-year-old willing to be killed and eaten. One bright soul actually took this lunatic up on the offer and the evil act was done and recorded and videotaped. This is the type of thing these entities do. They want to eat the blood. It's interesting, the scripture says, do not eat or drink the blood of even the animals. Makes you wonder why. Maybe it makes you crazy. It makes you become an easy target to be controlled. Understand this in Joshua chapter 24, 15 says, And if seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites, in whose land ye dwell, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord Jehovah. We will talk more about this in upcoming podcasts. Please share this with others and let me know what you thought about it. Have a blessed and also, like I tell always, pay attention to your surroundings because you never know what lies around the corner.